Hey y'all, hey! It's the Wild Thoughts Podcast. This is Kelly, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Tangela and Carissa. And today we also have a guest co-host, a special guest. (laughs) (laughs) Drum roll. Would you like to introduce yourself, special guest? I thought you was going to do that. I mean, I can certainly do that. You can do that. I like to hear people introducing me. Go ahead. Okay, so today we have with us the man, the myth, the legend... The author. <laughs> the author uh, <laughs> of Black for BC. Black for BC, yeah, that's it. All right, now. Who is G- Black for BC? <laughs> we have next a genuine be, author. Oh, that's part two. That's that's the next question. Okay. Gambling. All right, well, Rashim is with us today. So, Rashim, why don't you say a little something to the people? What's going on, Wild Thoughts, folks? I'm happy to be here. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yay! Yay. Thank you for joining us. Uh-huh. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Um, okay, so why don't we start off by, like, how was everybody's week? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember my week. It was fine, though. You don't remember your <laughs> week? Okay. I went out a couple of times. <laughs> oh, my God. I went out on Monday, and I got way too drunk for a Monday night. Going up on a Monday. <laughs> it happens. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> I made it to work on time the next day. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> Can't clap a praise on that one. All right. Okay. Okay. Carissa, how was your week? It was good. Nothing. Oh, I did have that long-ass interview this week. Oh, yes. So we'll see how that goes. I think it went well. The job interview. Fingers crossed that it goes well. Yeah. If so you want it. <laughs> hopefully. I'll hear something this week. Okay. We'll have something to celebrate. Yeah, like I need a reason to celebrate. It was my half birthday <laughs> oh, celebration. Right. And she turned all the way up on her half, half birthday. birthday. <laughs> yes, turned up so much I had to go home. Right <laughs> the night was over at eight forty-five p.m. And know. I definitely slept all the way through. Like I didn't wake up or anything. Oh wow! I, I don't know what I can't stand more: half birthdays or month anniversaries. Month anniversaries. Third month anniversary. <laughs> Month of birth. So excited. We're going to dinner tonight to celebrate. I'm just kidding. Um, Rashim, how was your week? Um, it was um somewhat depressing. Mm-hmm. Um last weekend I saw Infinity War. <gasps> I haven't seen it. I saw it. And then I left and I wasn't feeling right. It messed up my whole week. Yeah, it was I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So I, then I won't spoil. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet either. I won't spoil. Thank you. But that that's that. I was kind of hoping we could talk about it, but I feel like it might still be too early to discuss it. There's still people haven't who haven't seen, seen it. it. I, I was know, supposed to see it this weekend, but I didn't get a to. Okay, well, my week, not that anyone asked, um, was good. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, the Cedric, weather. Oh, shoot. I grew up remember, close to Cedric Ave. Oh, I'm representing for the Bronx. Today. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know that's hey. the, where, um, what's his name? Who's the guy that discovered hip hop? Her, her cool, her, her, her. Yeah, yeah, he lived on Cedric Ave. Okay. All right. Well, I didn't even know that. See? <laughs> Look at that. It's not my shirt, but that's okay. Um, My week was good, and I was really enjoying the blast of heat that we had, the little heat wave. I actually like 
heat and warm weather, but it just reminded me that I have a lot more work to do in terms of my summer body goals. So <laughs> I've been going very hard in that um, direction. So there's that. And then I saw Infinity Wars actually today, which by the way, I just want to apologize. So everyone, we were a little late starting because of me, but because you want to um, see Infinity Wars? <laughs> yes. I didn't know. I didn't know it was gonna be that long. I didn't know. Yeah, I know. Like I'm sorry. I did so not know it was gonna be that long. long. Yeah. Oh, so I'm sitting there and I was like, um, it's 12:25 and I'm still sitting here and the big fight hasn't even happened yet. Like, what's going on? So anyway, all right. Um, so yeah. So my week was good though. Um, otherwise. Um, all right. Well, are we ready to hop right into our topics? Yeah. Okay. So, um, actually, you know, now that I think about it, there's been a lot of, like, <clears throat> things that have happened since we, um, last recorded, and so, um, one thing that has really been kind of troubling to me is that a lot of men that I've looked up to have been very disappointing this week. <laughs> In the last, like, <laughs> 10 days, I've been disappointed by a lot of people, so, I mean, I don't even really want to talk about this, but the whole, like, Nas and Khalees thing, like, I totally have just blocked that out because I don't want to believe it. Well, people weren't talking about it. Like, they were talking about the whole Fab and M, and it was all over the blogs and all over everything. I barely heard anybody talking about the Nas and Khalees thing. Yeah. I haven't really heard many people talk about it either, but what I did hear about was that it seemed kind of weird. I mean, and you hear this a lot, I think, when women make allegations against men, that she came out, like, years later to say what happened. Nobody ever had heard her allege this, and we'd never heard this about him before in other situations. Although, I disagree, because I did read his baby mama's memoirs, and she said he was, like, an angry person and mean and whatever else. But I just, it broke my heart to read those allegations, because I love Nas. I always have loved him. And I feel like, you know, we get into this thing, this, I don't know, there's this, we see celebrities and we have an idea of who they are as people based on their public image. And so when they let you down, it is a real letdown because you actually looked up to certain people. I felt like he was like, you knew? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I felt like he had punched me. <laughs> it's very devastating. So I don't know. Did anybody actually read her allegations? No. no. I just heard like, like on not listen to the podcast and they were talking about it and saying how like when, Rihanna, the whole thing with Rihanna with Chris Brown and how they showed Rihanna's face after the whole incident. And yes. she was like, her face was bruised up at right. that same time. At the same so, time, yeah. Yeah, so that was crazy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just not surprised, though. I don't put anything past anybody. And, like, I, it was sad to hear, but mm-hmm. it wasn't really surprising to me. You know? I just feel like... the as we go along, it seems like there's no one who hasn't been involved in some sort of a compromising position like mm-hmm. with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I mean, the reality is when you you young and you coming up and you in that, that not just hip-hop, but the entertainment piece in general. Right. You, you know, white man in movies, uh, brother off the street trying to get your rap career off. I mean, no, you could just be the regular dude coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm be honest. When people start saying "Me Too" and and, and abuse and and putting women in different positions, I think every brother has to step back and be like, "What did I do in 1993?" <laughs> because because I mean, yeah. there's so much stuff that we do that's so borderline mm-hmm. that um that you know we gotta we gotta be reflective on that. But when it comes to like Nas and the superstars, because we put them on these pedestals, but they mm-hmm. people too, yeah. and you know and they have they they have their flaws, um, but it's not excused. 
Yeah. Well, you know? right. Yeah. Certainly not. Yeah. Definitely not excused. Yeah. But some people excuse. Like, some people, like you said, like, you know, you feel like you get so close to these celebrities that you actually know them. I remember, like, the whole thing with Fab and Evelyn. Like, Nas, and they're just like, oh, no, like, I know them. They would never do something mm-hmm. like that. I can't believe them. Like, you don't know this and even if you have met them you don't know what happens mm-hmm. behind closed doors with people mm-hmm. like people are different in their ho- the sanctity of their homes or yeah. just in private right and so you just never know even people that are your friends that you've mm-hmm. known for years are capable of things that you would never even guess you know so i feel like this is what this is teaching us i mean we for sure i mean i know i don't know nas personally but i definitely had oh, an idea oh for real yeah. can you i, mean, I don't even like nas. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even, even like him as, outside artist, of, as an artist outside of his first album outside of Illmatic, i mean yeah. he had set the bar so high for me in terms of what he did lyrically, that mm-hmm. every album after that, I was like, ah. Eh. So they had the debate yesterday. Tone posted on the group. It was oh, like, yeah. on, talking about Life's a Bitch. So mm-hmm. who do you think had the better verses on Life, Life's a Bitch, AZ or Nas? AZ. I said AZ. I think the, the majority of the people said yeah, AZ. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I even said, I was like, you know what? When you said that, I remember clearly AZ's verse, but I was like, I haven't listened to the song in so long. I ain't even really. Only thing I remember from Nas's verse was I woke up early on my born day. So I had to go back and listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did he say? Even, 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 yeah. when, even when he got a little lyrically sophisticated with his time out on the industry and he started, he did the collabo with um uh, the Uchiwali. Uh-huh. And Jay Z was like, even your bodyguards with Chihuahua verse, verse was better than yours. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> oh, Nas, don't do that to him. We're not gonna discount him. Nas is a phenomenal, phenomenal artist. He and is, lyricist. and he wrote all the lyrics. This is what redeemed him for me. He wrote the lyrics for um. For that 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 Netflix show that they canceled. Um, oh, the the, the, the get down. Get down. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, he, he, did? he wrote those. If you I listen to those that. rhymes, those are his rhymes. I yeah. didn't know that. And he was actually doing the rhymes. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I don't know if he wrote all of the kids' rhymes when the kids were rhyming, but mm-hmm. definitely when when he was grown and he was doing his stage show. Mm-hmm. That's Nas's voice. Those are Nas's rhymes. Wow. So um. So yeah, I, you know, and he, he did his thing with that. But outside of Illmatic, I was just like, wah, wah, wah. oh no. So one thing I mentioned too, which is what on Joe Budden's podcast, they had a yeah. little talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, about like voice and delivery. Yeah. And they were like, how much do you think like the voice and delivery contribute, contribute yeah. to mm-hmm. you thinking somebody's a great artist? And I had to think about that. And I was like, you know, like I, I gave an example. I was like, Jada Kiss is like one of my favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, his voice. It, his voice, I think yeah. it might have something to do with his rap, raspy voice as well. You know, he has mm-hmm. good lyrics and all that. And I'm like, and then I said Kendrick Lamar is like a phenomenal rapper, but I can't, his voice is so annoying. Like I can't yeah. really listen to a whole Kendrick album in one take. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and there's something that's even beyond voice and delivery, which is uh, it becomes a part of the package, charisma. Yeah. Because yeah. there's some there's some cats out there who are lyrically phenomenal, mm-hmm. but they don't they have don't the have charisma. It. Like mm-hmm. Memphis, there's no reason why Memphis couldn't mm-hmm. be as successful as um, Jay Z, mm-hmm. but Bleak does not have the same charisma that Jay-Z has. It just, and he, lyrically, he's off the chain. Which is interesting to me because I feel like Jay-Z as an artist has a lot of charisma, but he's boring as fuck as like a regular person. Like, if you listen mm-hmm. to interviews, I'm just like, he is did dry as hell. Did, did, did you see the interview of Van Jones, though? I did not. I did. You need to watch that. Okay. That was, that, 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 that one, that was a good interview. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah, he seems dry to me. And, you know, I think, honestly, that um, when you talk about, like, swag and charisma and all of that, like, I think that's why Cameron has gotten this far. Because Cameron, mm-hmm. to me, is not talented mm-hmm. as a rapper. Mm-hmm. He's horrible as a rapper. And the mm-hmm. fact that he's gotten this far, I think it's only because he has that Harlem swag that the people like. The whole dip like, set, The whole Jim, Jimmy is not a good rapper. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like, I just don't find it. Jewels, mm-hmm. nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. all of them are trash your, when it comes to rap. Your charisma will carry you off into popularity. Yeah. But once you become popular, it doesn't matter what your lyrical skills that are. That is very true. I mean, look at these mumble rappers. That yeah, is very that's true. <laughs> but they also, to me, don't have any charisma, so I don't know. No, they have popularity amongst their group. Yeah. So they true. have what the people want to see now, what they want to hear. Yeah. Never to us, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess I do think that, you know, that persona is something that drives people kind of far, you know, and um, and this is like not the best segue. But the other person that I wanted to talk about in relation to like people that I looked up to who fell this in the last couple of weeks, Bill Cosby. That was also like that's been an ongoing saga, obviously. And I was, yeah, I was disappointed for such a long time. But, you know, he I just. I grew up watching him. We all did, I think, mm-hmm. right? And, like, he was, like, Mr. Dad, Mr., you know, the person that people looked up to as, like, being the model of what you would want a parent to be. And, you know, he seemed like such a great guy on the show that then it that made people think that's who he was in real life. And he was drugging people and raping them, like, all while that was going on. And it just seems crazy to me. And was it the Richard Pryor stand-up mm-hmm. where he was, like, Bill called him and was like, you can't say Bill fly and far and park like all the time. Like mm-hmm. you can't be this vulgar. Mm-hmm. And Richard was like, fuck you. Right. Like, um, so it's hard to like imagine this dual personality. Mm-hmm. Although we kind of get bogged down a little bit too, because it was a show. Somebody it was a wrote, show. Somebody mm-hmm. wrote those exactly. lies. You know, we exactly. don't, like you said, we didn't know him mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. So, uh, you know, he's like a jazz enthusiast or whatever, and so I used to date this jazz drummer, and he was like, oh, yeah, like, Bill Cosby's a dick. Like, he'll come to shows, and he'll, like, critique you and tell you all this shit about your music is trash or, like, whatever. Yeah, like. Remember how he used to and, cur- <laughs> say all that stuff about hip-hop and, like, young black yes, kids and what always, they need to do. With the respectability yeah. politics. Yeah. Yeah, so I knew, I had heard that he wasn't who I thought he was, but still, I had, you know, it was nothing to the level of what we found out that he was guilty of. Yeah, in in my opinion, I think, I look at Bill Cosby like he's OJ if OJ remained black. (laughs) That's what Bill Cosby, like Bill Cosby, like Bill Cosby was was larger than life. Yeah, Like we, for our generation, it was, Mm -hmm. he was the TV dad, Mm -hmm. but for our parents' generation and the ones before them, he was the, the, the first black man to have a primetime television show on, 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 on the television when he's the star in the show. Yeah. So he doing I Spy every week and that, that ballooned. I mean, this right. dude, he, you know, and, and with that comes this idea that I can do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm bigger than life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm Bill Cosby. Right. You know, you know what, what Luda say, you know, what you mean you ain't gonna come up out of that? I'm a reason you in here. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I'm the reason why you're up in this party. I'm Bill Cosby. Oh, so there's this idea yeah. that if I can't, arrogance if i can't get it i'm gonna take it did you see mm. camille wrote a thing like defending him and like defacing yeah. all the women that yeah. come out against yeah. yeah i mean what are you gonna do though like that's your husband of 
50,000 years. She like, had to have known something. Mm-hmm. She, I'm sure she did. At least she knew she he was, was cheating on him all life those years. I'm speculating that she was taking part of some of that stuff. This is just oh, a speculation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I ain't never read nothing. No one told me nothing, but I wouldn't be shocked if Camille was getting down with the get down to You mean mm-hmm. like threesome? Swinging mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of stuff? I wouldn't uh, be shocked. Okay. Just, uh, you might shocked. be right. Yeah, I don't put anything past anybody, so <laughs> you never know. You might be right. But, I mean, I can't imagine. Like, I think about the fact that he has all those daughters. And, like, what do his daughters think about that? Like, what, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure their friends are like, your dad's trash. And what do you say? <laughs> well, that's what we're that. saying. But a lot of people aren't saying that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are upset about it. And a lot of people are like, he doesn't deserve this. Mm-hmm. And they're just trying, you know, all this stuff. But he's a black right. man. They're trying to pin it down. Trying to buy NBC. Yeah, and, and all know. this. Yeah, and a trying lot. I think, <laughs> Like if yeah. I look at my timeline, it's like half for and half against. There's a lot of people, and I you I would think it mostly be men, but there's a lot of women too mm-hmm. that are like supporting him and saying that they're just trying to take this black man down and such and such and such and such. And then I hate when people always say, "Well, so and so was the dude from Fifth Heaven or whoever." I'm like, just because somebody did something wrong and might have got away or a lot of sense, it doesn't mean that this person that did something wrong needs to get away too. Like, that's not right. Regardless, somebody got hurt. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah, I don't think that, you know, that means that, yeah, people were saying about um, Matt Lauer, like, is Matt Lauer ever going to be prosecuted if you prosecute Bill Cosby? Like, what does one thing have to do with the other? It has absolutely nothing to do with each other. And what Matt Lauer did was in New York, where Bill Cosby was prosecuted, was in the state of Pennsylvania. Those are two different jurisdictions. They're not even... They're not sophisticated enough to know that just because Penn said, you know, uh, Pennsylvania was like, well, we're going to charge you. That doesn't mean New York is going to be like, well, we're going to charge Matt Lauer. Right. You know, or California, we're going to charge Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. You know, those are different. Those are those are apples and oranges. And then that justice system, we know it's not fair anyway, but there I still is. don't mean like if you murder somebody, you should get away with it just because somebody else murdered somebody and got away with it. Like, no, it, it, <laughs> that's not a way to make it better. Right. And you being You being kind. Because it, it, white folk are getting away with murder. Yeah. White folk are getting away with rape. White folk are, mm-hmm. and we know their history when it comes to us and our people. So sometimes people feel like they got to fall on the side of, I don't care what that black man did, I'm always going to be for him. Especially if he's getting dragged through the mud over something white folk got away with. Right. And I, and I, I, I feel you. And I'm, if the victims are white. Oh, and well, if the victims yeah. are white. That's a, that's that's a big thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That makes big That difference. makes sense. <laughs> you know, this is black men. A yeah. lot of the victims are white. You know, if it was a if it was like fifty something, like he should complain that Bill Cosby raped him. What, what would the outcome have been? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah, that's a big yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is sad, but yeah, he was wrong what he did, regardless. You know what I mean? So yeah. he has to deal with the consequences of his actions. He does, but I don't think he'll ever see a day in jail. Yeah, I don't think he'll go to jail. He's about to die anyway, you know. <laughs> <Sunny>. <laughs> no, it's true. But, he's like Matt old and not healthy. Like <laughs> yeah, but he's gone he's blind, seen. though. So yeah. even if they do send him to j- jail, he still won't see a day in jail. <laughs> so the dude is he's blind Well, there's now. also that. <laughs> true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I mean, so along those lines, we're talking about people who, celebrities who disappointed us, and um, who also falls in that category is Kanye. Oh, Kanye. <laughs> and Rashi Everybody just the put their head down. <laughs> Rashi went to the face palm. Everybody else just went like, down. We've talked about Nas, we've talked about Bill Cosby, but Kanye still was. I know. <laughs> I actually.
actually do feel like he's worse than both of them. <laughs> like, that's terrible because what Bill did is I horrible. But, I mean, Kanye is just on a different level. I don't even know what to say about him anymore. I'm and either. I... In the past, have been a Kanye apologist. Like, Kanye and I have the same birthday. Not the same year. I think he's a year older than me, maybe. But we have the same birthday, and I always felt like a kinship to him because of that. And then also because I just felt like I could relate so much to some of the things that he was going through through earlier on in his career, where he was, like, fighting to be relevant and Mm -hmm. to make people respect him and stuff. And I was like, I feel you, Kanye. Mm -hmm. So he would do stupid shit, and I would apologize for it and be like, but you don't understand. He's been through this, and he's been... But now he's just, I have no, I have nothing else to say for him. No more defensive. Well, you know, he's on psych, he's on, um, psychotropic drugs. Is he taking them? He said he he was in that interview. Sporadically. That may be the problem. Maybe he needs to, like, they need to monitor his intake of drugs, because when he's off them shits, like, he's. Loopy, or maybe when he's on them, he's loopy. I don't know. Wait, <laughs> maybe it's like sometimes the... doesn't it depend on you have to get the right mixture, right? Yeah, the the right yeah, 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 yeah. That's always been like a and thing. And if he's like taking them on and off, it's probably going to be hard yeah, for them probably... to have the effect that it, they really need to have. Right. Yeah. I mean, when he gets like manic, I know that that means there's new music coming, and I know there's new music coming. But like, I just feel like he just went to a different level. Like, Whoopity scoop. <laughs> Did you hear the single? Did you, you haven't heard the song? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. We gotta play. Oh, no. I don't, I don't know oh, if I want to. It's I don't amazing. know if I want to. But it's so... No, it's, it's not amazing, it's, Tangela. I love don't it. Do I don't this. care. What's it it's called? It's not amazing. It's called... I forgot it's what it's called. It's called Lift Yourself. But it, the message is good. Oh, it's on Spotify? Oh, she must have come up with a title. Yeah, he did. No, it's on title, too. But he got the whole thing. When he got the thing with Jay-Z, yeah, he came up with a title. Now, this is not bad. This part is good. Wait, is this him? Yeah, this is the thing. When's he gonna start rhyming? Wait, hold on. Wait. 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 Okay, here it comes. Chess. He's a couple of he's a couple of moves ahead. Nah. He was walking his dog, and, and he had the, he had the, the pooper scooper. And then he was like, "I got an idea." Poopity scoop. Poopity scoop. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on the track. Can you believe that? Maybe North wrote it or something. <laughs> you, Nori. You remember that? Um, what was it? The Yeezus album? Uh-huh. I never heard that. It was album. it was very um uh, unconventional, non-conforming. It wasn't that the one with fade on it. I don't 
can't remember. It was a lot of um, like I think tech, I know, yeah. techno and, I and rock. That one. Smash mm-hmm. up. But he actually was able to pull off some dope beats, and and he put some lyrics out there. I was like, oh, all right, I can. I, I mean, that. I guess the math, right? Yeah. I like the song. Yeah. It's a math, like and it. I like laughing at the end. Like, every time it verse. comes, every time it comes, I start laughing. Like, it's so hideous. Scoop Scoop Scoopity, doopity, doopity, doop. I'm like, bars. Yo. I refuse. Um, ever since college dropout, I refuse. Yeah, college dropout was the that was. I still listen to that album no, from start to finish. I didn't want to listen to the album. Oh. I don't like the idea of college drop of marketing being college dropout. Like it works for you, but I know it ain't gonna work for the majority of us. So I, I was like, I ain't down with you. Well, it was an awesome album. I know. <laughs> I, I, they played on a um a Sirius XM and I. I they played on Sirius XM. I be bopping to it. I just don't want to buy. I wasn't gonna buy it. Okay, that's fair. Kanye's a bully. <laughs> Mm, he's a bully he's a bully um and uh, unless you know how most schoolyard bullies are uh they 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 run the yard until someone punches them in the mouth and then all of a sudden they want to be conciliatory mm-hmm. and that's what happened with the whole um fan piece when he was at tmz kanye thought he could bully his way with his perspective and didn't expect anyone to stand up and be like nah do you wrong mm-hmm and then once it happened, then all of a sudden, he wants to be a little thoughtful about mm-hmm. it. He's already thoughtful. He's already advanced. He's already intelligent. He's intelligent intelligent, and sophisticated enough to know that what he said was trash. Mm-hmm. But it took That's someone true. saying to him to his face. That's trash. And you're not going to come in trash. my house and tell that bull while people are listening to you because your words have weight. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it was, oh, apologize to people. No. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not hearing that. I don't want yeah, to Yeah, dude was like, you know, you're my idol. Like, you were like... I'm like one of your biggest fans, and for you to come and say some shit like that, you know, it's insane. Cause you're, I'm so disappointed. Like I'm hurt mm-hmm. by what you said. <laughs> so the thing is, um, half the time I don't think Kanye even believes what it is that he's saying, Mm-mm. but it's dangerous because he will say whatever and not realize what the consequences are of what he's saying, right? Because there are impressionable people that, for whatever reason, take him very seriously um <laughs> I saw so, a meme where even tony tommy tommy loran that mm-hmm. you know the blonde she was like is 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 kanye our thought leader now and oh, you know God. coming from her like yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy yeah like even even that bitch is over there like what the fuck are you talking about yeah. you know and then i saw this video clip of donald trump talking about kanye must have some real weight because you know um, my like the black black, the black, black, the black the male support has, has gone doubled. from eleven to twenty two, and even he's stupid with that because first the eleven was black people across the board, male and female, and when he says it jumped from eleven to twenty two, <clears throat> that poll was specifically talking about black men, not everybody, mm-hmm. and and he tried to make it seem like it was everybody, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, the people who did the poll, Reuters. Was like no, don't 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 say that because the poll was such a small sample size yeah. that it don't mean nothing. Right. Like that doesn't like that. The people who did the poll is like that poll tells us nothing, and right. when you put it out there and you use it, right. you're misusing it. But that's so, what he does with everything. He misuses yeah. everything. Can't stand yeah. <laughs> well, and so that's the reason why it's so disturbing that Kanye would even have anything <laughs> good to say about you know, it. We, part but, of that is stuff that you know we did. We created this environment where it's okay. For people just because they entertain us to have something to say politically or in terms of our culture, but because they're entertainers, mm-hmm. because they're notable people. So let's 
put a mic in their face and see what they have to say about stuff. I'm sorry if you're a hip-hop artist or, or an actor or whatever, I don't want you talking to me about anything that you haven't put any serious thought into, mm-hmm. studied, matured in, debated, changed your position, changed your position again. Like, if you haven't gone through those processes, I don't mm-hmm. want you talking to me about slavery. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me about politics. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about hip-hop because right. that's what you do. I'm not going to talk to you about plumbing. I'm not a plumber. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't take anything from entertainers unless I know they have an express uh, um, background in it and they studied it and they know what they're talking about. He, he said Obama came to see him or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's the reason why he ran for president was because he like told him or something. Or what did he say about that? Or what? No. Yeah. He said, no, he from said something before about... he was president or something. When he Obama. was yeah about to run, he was like because he was his favorite. Because he was his artist, favorite artist or whatever. Or whatever. And then they're both from the, Chicago. I mean, I believe that probably. I mean, he probably, he probably wanted him to get the vote yeah. out. Well, I'm like, I believe that probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. probably it's the same thing he did with Jay Z. Yeah, Nation- nationally, he probably did that with Kanye in Chicago. I mean, the thing is, is that when Kanye got up there on whatever telethon that was or whatever, and was like, George Bush doesn't care about black people. People really started listening to what he had to say because they liked the fact that he had the courage enough to say that on mm-hmm. such a public platform, right? And so I think that people did really start looking to him to mm-hmm. make political statements and to, you know, see how, to check the temperature, right. the pulse of like what was happening politically. But that Kanye is gone. Well, that even, Kanye is even even that gone. even that Kanye wasn't that Kanye. I mean, like true. people took that that George Bush don't doesn't like black people. Mm-hmm. They they took it out of the context of what was going on. Like mm-hmm. I was watching that thing live. I remember mm-hmm. I was living on one S Street or Northwest in a little basement apartment, and I'm watching it live. I don't know why I wasn't at work, but I'm watching it live. <laughs> <laughs> and you see Mike Myers reading mm-hmm. the teleprompter, and then what Kanye's doing is battling. Mm-hmm. Everything he said, it it it, it kind of made sense, but didn't make sense, mm-hmm. and it was more like, yeah, you know, we just gotta give, and you know, sometimes you know, I might spend a little money, and I do, but but Mike Myers is looking at him like, what are you doing? And I felt it. I was like, something's coming. Mm. So then he was, I, he must have been thinking, what I'm saying is not coming across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really hitting the mark. And then he did what Kanye does. George Bush doesn't like black people. And then the producer's like, cut, cut. Nope. They, <laughs> threw, they, they threw with the, um, uh, a Chris Tucker at that. But Kanye wasn't saying anything that was intelligible all the way up to that point. Mm. So for him to say that, I'm not going to all of a sudden make that intelligible. I'm not giving him no credit, no weight. He was just being him. I ain't saying nothing that's hidden. So let me find something that will hit. George Bush don't like black people. Yeah. That, that That's just my perspective. That sounds it. real. That sounds more real than <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. I mean, right. yes, I hear, I hear what you're saying. Um, and you might be right because I didn't really analyze it like that. I only saw the soundbite. I'm cursed with so, that. That's, that's my, that's my curse. Yeah, I, like I mean, I, so I didn't see it in context though. Yeah. So I mean, I, you are obviously have more information to work with because I didn't see all that. Um, and you, so you might be right. You I can mean, YouTube it. Go YouTube the whole thing, and then you can see whether or not I'm making this up. Or... No, I don't <laughs> think you're making it up. I'm just saying, like, I, I never I'm thought of it from it that. <laughs> I never thought of it from that perspective because I didn't see the whole thing mm-hmm. is basically what I'm saying. So you you could be absolutely right about that. I mean, I don't know. I just think that right now, like, there was a um, discussion on the Joe Budden podcast about Kanye and, you know, what he said. And they were talking about the fact that, like, in rap, in hip-hop, Donald Trump has always been this, like, larger-than-life mm-hmm. figure that, like, rappers have always idolized or, like, he, his name shows up in so many lyrics and stuff like that. And so now he's president and... 
you know, I don't really, honestly, I mean, I, I hear what they're saying. I don't really get the connection to what that means for Kanye right now. But what I will say is um, one of the points that they made was that Kanye basically wants to be a rich white man. That's that's what his ultimate goal is. Mm-hmm. And, like, he'll and never be that. But that's who man. he idolizes. And so it makes sense, right, that, like, Donald Trump would be somebody that he would actually respect and admire. Right. From Right. That, from and he's got all those acres now, and he's trying to build a village. Like, right. yeah, he's trying to, you know, right. become a real estate mogul now. And, and, like, his people around, like, him, it's just like... Who are they? I don't know the who's around him. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, who's around him. They just, he gotta have one person. Like, Jay-Z, somebody need to go yeah, just that, yoke him up. I think Jay is done. That's, yeah. I think Jay is done with him. I think yeah. everybody's done with him. They're he like, said in that interview, though, that that's here. his brother. That'll always be his brother. He, yeah. And so did, they both said it, basically. Okay. But, but he said they have been talking. And but I was gonna say, just, I mean, just because somebody's your brother doesn't mean, we were right. just talking about talking that. Just because somebody's your brother doesn't mean we gotta be buddy-buddy and chum-chum, whatever. But, you know, but it goes to what you just said, that, you know, that when they said that he wants to be a rich white man. Mm-hmm. Trump is not gonna be in office forever. And when right. he's no longer president, mm-hmm. he's still gonna be rich. Mm-hmm. So people can and be white. putting themselves in position to be like, <laughs> I'll be white. I'll be his friend now. Yeah. So when he's no longer in office, he can look at me and be like, Yeah, you looked out for me when I was there, da da da. let's get this work together. Let's make this let's make this money together. I could see people doing that. Because folks are sticking around him saying the stupidest things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know you got you some sense. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they're, I mean, it's an end game. They, mm-hmm. There's an end game. That's it's not man, about yeah. this, you know. It's not about the presidency. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I'd, I'm curious to see where you go from here, honestly. And I still, to this day, find it surreal that Donald Trump is our president. Like, I, that is so surreal to me that that is the case. I mean, I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, he just... He got to the people that nobody thinks about Mm -hmm. because we are all in the city. All of us, we live in the cities, you know, and so we don't see those people. Mm -hmm. We don't see the people who are blatantly racist or, Mm -hmm. you know, out there in in rural America, and that's where most of America yeah, lives. There's a whole so, world in between right, the East in Coast between, and the West Coast. In between <laughs> New York mm-hmm. and California, yeah. there are a whole lot of fucking mm-hmm. people who feel just like he did, mm-hmm. who feel like, you know what, I'm not even going to say that he necessarily feels that way, because I don't know, because he's crazy, so sometimes I think he just says things to say things. Mm-hmm. So I think that he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows the numbers of our population, like, where they're concentrated. Mm -hmm. And so he appealed to those people. And so while all of us in the outskirts of the cities are thinking, nobody thinks like this in this day and age, there are millions of people Mm -hmm. who do. And that's unfortunate. So a lot of us are still, still like, reeling, like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's a president. But why wouldn't he be? Mm-hmm. No, I agree, mm-hmm. but I mean, it also has a lot to do with the fact that we didn't come out to the polls the way that we should have, mm-hmm. and there were so many black people who were saying things like, oh, you know, it's the lesser of two evils, I'm not voting for it's Clinton, Clinton. <laughs> right, I mean, all, every single election is a lesser of two evils, and this was one that really mattered, and we didn't do our job either, you know, and yeah, I mean, I think that Trump has not been in office that long, and he's already done so much damage, and it just is going to be scary to see every Every day day. there's multiple headlines about shit that he's doing and i'm like and people act scared like they can't do anything about it like so at this point i don't care (laughs) keep reporting it it doesn't matter y'all aren't going to do anything about it so i don't care you know what i mean um 
But it's it is it's insane. And then to have Kanye come out in support of him and to have the stupid Make America Great hat on mm-hmm. in the picture that he posted and just all this it's very disappointing to me. I think did you watch the interview? I think if Jay Z was to really like get in there and try to talk to him, he can talk from such a sense. Because you could see he got really like emotional mm-hmm. when he was asking him a questions about like when did he last talk to him and did he talk to him about not coming to the wedding and stuff. And you could see he was hurt. He was really hurt because he loves this man. He does. I mean, the thing about Kanye, I think he does really feel lonely. I feel mm-hmm. like he doesn't think there's anybody who really understands what he's going through and he feels like his experience is so unique, you know, which, I mean, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But I feel like Jay-Z is like one person that he feels is kind of like on par with him, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, he feels, I think Kanye feels very superior to basically everyone else. Like yeah, when he, he says it. When he ta- right. And when he talks, he's very condescending to the, whoever is talking. You couldn't possibly understand because. My brain. And his, you could, you could <laughs> see Kim Kardashian, she tweeted something about that. Like, because his brain, he's just speaking so far ahead of you guys. That's why you guys. Yeah, sort of. You're First so behind all, everyone else. Nine light years ahead of everyone else. Right. I'm sorry. Right. As much as I find it humorous. Oh, and you're a dope beat maker and a, and, a, and a dope lyricist. Is he really a dope lyricist? He actually is. He's lazy. He's lazy yeah. as a lyricist, but he's still dope. His, his lyrical skill is, is kind of nice, and mm-hmm. I think it's kind of nice. But I, I don't think those two things together make you this uber genius that that's light years ahead mm-hmm. of everyone. Like, mm-hmm. That's the case. I mean, I got people in poverty. Insane. Solve that. Yeah, right. I got people. But he doesn't care. Yeah, yeah he was that. like he Obama was. A, what did he do? Chicago? Look what you did for Chicago. Right. Look how long you've been up. Yeah. You've been on top longer yeah. than Obama. Yeah, and he you had money longer because yeah. Obama wasn't always rich. He just got rich when he, you know, came in office and whatever. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. say that Kanye doesn't care about black people. There like, not, not George Kanye Bush. Kanye only cares about Kanye. Kanye only Kanye. cares about Kanye, yeah. Yeah, I want someone to love me like Kanye loves <laughs> Kanye, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, he said he got addicted to opioids because... <laughs> he had liposuction <laughs> because he didn't want people to call him fat because like they called like they called Rob fat like what the fuck what I can't believe uh, that. that's please, please go to the hood that's and weakness. tell him you guys like he's very insecure he's very he's insecure. extremely insecure yeah. You trust to mask it with all the... He And I think, and mm-hmm. you know, it's like he... So he thought that Kim Kardashian was like the prototype of the perfect woman. And that's the only reason he's with her. And that's the only reason I believe that he's with her. I mean, people were like, oh, I've seen him with his family. He seems so happy, like whatever. I don't think Kanye is truly happy about anything. I don't think Kim makes him happy. I think that Kim is another status symbol that he has collected. And they had been friends before they started dating. For a long time. Yes. And, yeah. and he probably wanted her then. No, he did. And then and watched yeah. her do everything with everyone else. Mm-hmm. No, he and, then, did. and then when he finally got his opportunity to get yeah, it. No, that, yeah, that's, then, that's, that's exactly what happened. But, 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 yeah. then, but then, like Eddie Murphy would say, mm-hmm. he found out it was regular old saltines. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a Ritz cracker. Mm-hmm. He had regular old saltine cracker. Like... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But do you also think, so, I know everybody hates the Kardashians because they're, like, trash for the most part, Mm -hmm. but they do have a strong family dynamic where they take care of each other within their family Mm -hmm. and support each other within their family, and he lost his mom. 
and people, it seems like from the outside, we don't really know what's going on. Like anybody that's associated with them, with them, like when somebody marries somebody, they take that person into their family. But too. you know why? Because they have all preyed on men who don't have family. Yeah. And if you, and so Kanye has, you know, his mother died. I don't know what his relationship is like with his father, but we've never heard him talk about his dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't think he has a strong family support system. Scott, both of his parents died. That's um, Courtney's yeah. um, mm-hmm. man or whatever. Lamar had no family like you know I mean so that's what they do they go out and they prey on men who don't have families and they bring them in mm-hmm. and then make them a part of their mm-hmm. Kardashian clan right and so now that's but what I said Kanye now what, in this family. right and they're like oh I have this tight knit close family yeah because they've now isolated you from everybody mm-hmm. else that could possibly care about you and now you are theirs right mm-hmm. and we know what they do to their own family members they pimp everybody and Chris Jenner is the ultimate pimp. Like, she has pimped all of her children to make the money that they have right now. And, you know, that tells me a lot about her and a lot about their family, honestly. I don't hate the Kardashians, but I don't think they're any... I don't think they should be idolized, and they are. And that, to me, is disturbing. Like, they they don't do anything. They're (laughs) famous for being famous. Like, how is that a thing? You know what I mean? Like... You know, Kim was like Paris Hilton's friend, and now where's Paris Hilton? Like the I, um, Facebook memory came up the other day where it was saying, and I had totally forgotten about this, but I was out somewhere, and Paris Hilton like came up on the screen, and whoever was sitting next to me at the bar was like, "She's still alive!" Like, and I was like, "Oh damn!" I'm like, poor Paris Hilton was like yeah, the socialite of yeah, yeah, she was popping everywhere, and that's how Kim really got to be famous. But she got money, so she don't need to. Yeah, she don't. Care about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. she don't need the fame because she has the money. Yeah. You know, the Kardashians. That's all they were poor, but they weren't poor. Their father was. I they, mean, he was OJ's best friend. Like he was a yeah, regular. But, but he, no, he, he was, was a great attorney too. He was a successful. He was a successful yeah. attorney. Yeah. Now, yeah, he, he but was, they being weren't a poor. Successful attorney they, doesn't make you rich. Yeah, no. He like, was, you know he what I mean? Bruce like Jenner. he was right. He exactly. Like Jenna was. Yeah, they weren't to the levels they are now. Yeah, like he had money, but they they were not wealthy. You know what I mean? And now, I mean, these girls. I, y'all saw the um post that I put in Wild Thoughts about Kylie and her face and what she used to look like, her face <laughs> and her body. And, you know, and in the meme that I posted, I was like, remember, you're not ugly, you're just poor. Because if you have enough money, <laughs> anybody can look like that, really. Yeah. Well, know? that's what a lot of these girls, like, you look money. at these girls from the Instagram <laughs> and stuff, Me they all look the I same. It's like, they, it's the prototype, <laughs> they all have the same bodies, and they all have the same faces. It's like a prototype, the lips, everything, right. the right. butt, yeah. weight, everything. Like, yeah. And not to put all men in this category, but a lot of men fall right for that. Like, okay, so now you you sweating Kylie because of how she looks now. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have even looked twice at her before she got all the mm-hmm. surgery and looks like it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's it's they look twice funny. Most of these chicks that they didn't have all that surgery. The, 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 the flip side is the fellas don't care because they know a lot of them wouldn't get second looks if they didn't have something. That I mean, that's true. That. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. You know, yeah. you know that. The, if they don't have not. the right job, if they're not right, making the right money, they don't got the right, G, you know, GS rating. The, the right the, GS, GS rating. rating. <laughs> the, the, the women will not give you. I, That's funny. Listen, I, are you a are you a GS nine <laughs> for a fourteen? It's the truth. It's the truth. So, yeah, yeah it's, it goes both ways. You know, yeah. 
Yeah. It's just theirs is um ours is more of the physical change and mm-hmm. y'all's is more of you say that, sure, but I feel like a lot of secure. women are out there dating guys who financially are not. You talking about the Tyler Perry woman? No, there's a lot of I, there's well off women or women that's doing very well for themselves, taking care of or supporting men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on the flip side, there are brothers out there who are dating women who don't have the Kylie Jenner button plants. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that we, we do have we, 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 we do have the extremes, which is probably what we're talking about. Uh, and then we have the standards. Well, I don't I know, because like okay, so I last summer I went that. to Miami. Okay. And so I'm at the I was staying at the Fountain Blue. I'm at the pool mm-hmm. and like every chick around mm-hmm. me had butt implants, mm-hmm. breast implants, and these are just regular chicks is at that the pool. Our fault? At the, no, no, no. I'm well. In some ways, yes, because what happens is right. These chicks create this unrealistic look, right? Mm-hmm. They're and they are the Instagram models. They are the you know whatever else, and so men begin to idolize that look. Mm-hmm. And you know if you are, for example, some random you know. Keisha sitting on her bed watching her boyfriend like all of the pictures on Instagram, then you're going to aspire to look like what your boyfriend wants you to look like. So, I mean, and I'm not saying that men are at fault for right. it. I am saying they that contribute. they contribute they to, contribute. yes. Do. But it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? I agree. Because you got a lot of women who will go on out there and do this because they want to put themselves out there mm-hmm. to get the likes so that they mm-hmm. can leverage that into some type of local celebrity stardom. And, and, and you can become a celebrity and, off and IG hope, now. And, right. That's what I'm trying and, to do. And, and then you springboard <laughs> into real celebrity stardom. Yes. So they, a lot of them are doing it. Because they want to be able to get some level of uh, of, of infamy or mm-hmm. just regular be famous. Mm-hmm. And now what comes along with it are the dudes like, oh, double tap, double mm-hmm, tap, mm-hmm, double tap. Mm-hmm. So you have some some shorties who are doing it because they want to get the attention from the dudes who are double tapping. Mm-hmm. And you have some women who are doing it because they just want attention, period. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to read you guys this quote. Y'all ever read um, Bossy Pants by Tina Fey? Mm-hmm. No. This book is hilarious, but there is this one quote in there that is like seeks exactly the word she, we're talking about. So she says, okay, so now every girl is expected to have Caucasian blue eyes, full Spanish lips, a classic button nose, hairless Asian skin with a California tan, a Jamaican dance hall ass, long <laughs> Swedish legs, small Japanese feet, the abs of a lesbian gym owner, the hips of a nine-year-old boy, the arms of Michelle Obama, and doll tits. The person closest to actually achieving this look is Kim Kardashian, who, as we know, was made by Russian scientists to sabotage our athletes. <laughs> Like, um, she nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> that book is so funny. I, I remember that. I read it when I was in New York. I was on the subway reading it, and I was laughing so hard. Tears were coming out, and I was reading on my phone. Mm-hmm. So everybody was looking at me like, "What's going on?" Because I'm sitting there like, that. "When I'm listening to that, I'm like, well, who wants that? No dude wants a woman with hips of a nine-year-old boy.'" You know, I, I knew that. Yeah, that was the only point. That's the only sticking point. What's the other? Because there are a lot of things in there that you'll find regular down-home dudes. They don't want some shorty with the blue eyes. They want shorty with the brown eyes. There are dudes out there who want chocolate. Now, I, I, I don't know. About this. I, don't, I, don't, I don't. Listen, y'all have experience with, with, with guys uh-huh. being attracted to y'all and uh-huh. what plays into that attraction. Only experience I have is with me and my boys and us talking about what we like and what we don't like and then watching us go in and out of relationships with the things that we like and we don't like, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I can't speak for y'all experience. Y'all might have dudes who be like, nah, I want a Kardashian-looking chick. 
But most I, I they don't say they don't. Right. They say that it's good to look. They like looking at it. It might look nice sometimes, but they don't really want that as their woman. So I'll oh. say two. I'll say two things to that. I think number one, men many times say one thing and actually go after another. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, I happen to. I mean, I don't know all your friends, but I know some of your friends. Y'all are different. Y'all, you you and your friends are different from other men that we are engaging with. Okay. I've always said that, you know, I have, I have a four-man crew that's a little bit one level of transparency. So we all used to live together. Um, oh, okay. And, and we, were, we were clear. If we brought a woman to the, to the house, unless you vouch for her, Mm-hmm. Even though you brought her to the house, she fair game for everybody. Niggas, <laughs> wow, for real. I mean, and there's it's a there's a level of 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 um. We want some genuine people in our lives. We want people gonna be honest. We're gonna, so if I bring you to the crib, Kelly, mm-hmm. but and you, you end up in else, KG's yeah. room. Oh, come on. So now. I know you what I'm you're not the one for me, <laughs> right? Yeah. So for anyone who would have came to the crib, mm-hmm. who who would have done something silly like that, mm-hmm. would have ended up in his room. The dude that we talked really? about. Really? But then I've had yeah. guys do that, and then I'm like, I'll start dating the guy, and I'm like, and it'll forever make me not like your friend unless you tell me like that was something y'all were trying to test me out. Cause I hate I hate it's, disrespectful it's, people. It's not and even, and first I'd of all, it wouldn't be they wouldn't be they wouldn't be disrespectful. It, things would just be conversational. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be like Yo. I don't try to be too friendly with other people, dudes' friends. And that's something that he would be. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, she ain't trying to be that friendly, so he would yeah. go along his way. But if you were sitting up there kiki and a cuckoo into every joke he said, mm-hmm. then we got to keep going with it. Mm-hmm. So, Rashim, this is an excellent um, topic of conversation because you've now told us about two different tests that are in place for women. Uh-huh. That um, one was bringing her out in a big group of people and seeing kind of how I mean, if play test out. is the word you want to use. I don't use the word test, but go ahead. That sounds like a test. Hey, we're all entitled to our you, A quiz? <laughs> I would love to hear okay, the question. <laughs> I mean, okay, and then you just told us about this. That, that, um, and it, my, mm-hmm. my, we were in our twenties then, but go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. For, no, for is, now. Yeah, yeah. No, so this is what I want to know. So, like, is this something that men do often? They like test women to see. I don't know what men do. Okay. I know what me and my crew did. Okay. All right. And once again, like you said, we're a little bit You're different. You're a little different. That's I've true. seen men do stuff that mm-hmm. I just be like, is that what y'all doing nowadays? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's what they know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, Whatever really, it is, that's whack. That's, that's, what, they're doing. that's what they're doing. That's, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but especially at that stage of the game, we were we were you know we were all going to Howard at the time, and you know um, we were starting to see some trends that um, <laughs> some trends that 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 alarmed us. There you know, was some stuff that alarmed us, and we wanted to make sure that you know we didn't get caught up in any traps. So. Oh, yeah. We had to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ended up finding someone that you were shutting it down with, then that's who you shutting it down with. And you didn't take part in those tests, Test. if those are the words you like yes. to use. Assessment. There's some things that came out of it that 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 kind of made it made it worthwhile hmm. to deal with people in a particular way. Okay. Now, I don't know what the other dudes are doing. I don't know if they're shooting at the hip. I know some dudes don't really care, and you know, you come in and they try to pass you off to everyone in the crew. Mm. I mean, like I don't, I don't know what other dudes are doing. Are like grown men doing that right now? I don't think grown. Well, well, I mean, maybe. well if, if they take their trips over to you know Brazil or Dominican Republic, maybe they are. Yeah, I don't know. but I ain't going to DR. I mean, just I'm married now. I ain't, I ain't doing that. All right now. 
But um, oh, that's right. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what them I don't know what dudes are doing now. I mean, we do. It's whack. <laughs> <laughs> we have a conversation about this. Yeah. And, and we had I, you know, I had my moments when I was in the whackness too. But mm-hmm. I think we all have our own our moments of whack. Because right. me, yeah, they just overall like they just retarded. Mm-hmm. And I told like three dudes this yesterday that you are. <laughs> <laughs> they were supposedly trying to get at me and I'm just like and wondered why they what weren't were they, getting nowhere with me and what I'm were they doing like, that was so I'm retarded because like, they could have been doing retarded. something basic they weren't doing anything been. that's what I'm saying like you're making these half ass movements trying to get at me you're not doing anything. What you might text me every once in a while and say good morning or some oh, shit like yeah. that. And y'all hit to you, that. And then, or you like, W-Y-D. like, you talk about what <laughs> you're going to do for us to spend W-Y-D. time or hang out. Yes, when did you ask me to even go on a date with you? Yeah. What do you mean how you've never got nowhere with me? Like, and you've she, never she performed no ever. She asked him that. But and they were like, what's oh, crazy yeah. is that you oh, told yeah. him this on more than one occasion. Right. <laughs> so, and he still comes with the same Damn. fucking argument. Meanwhile, she's telling you, dude, if you want to go out with me ask me out what the fuck but he still come with you the same thing months later like I haven't seen you in a while Um, I told three different dudes this yesterday three different dudes that swear they've been trying to get at me if they are repeat offenders Mm -hmm. and, and they're doing the same thing over and over again the next time they reach out to you you need to be like New number, who this? Oh, who oh, oh I don't this? really give like, them no response because you giving me bullshit interaction. They be like, "Have a hey, that's it. Yeah, I'm not right. engaging you, like because okay. you, yeah, you, good. Yeah, no, I'm not one of them chicks that's gonna be like, yeah. And I think that's what some guys expect these days. They expect to put forth this little effort, and then the women will put forth a lot of effort, mm-hmm. and then that they don't really have to do much. Well, yeah, in this area, it is. Um, you don't have to do much <laughs> in this the area. Seller's market. Yeah. Well, then go ahead and do it, yeah. but that's not gonna get me. And you might get me to hang out with you or whatever, whatever, but that's not going to get me ser- wanting to be serious with you mm-hmm. at all. And if that's not what you're looking Wait, for, that's fine. What makes you think he me. wants to be serious? I'm though. saying that's not, if that's not what you're looking for, that's fine. And he's not going to tell you that. But I told, but I've told somebody that before, and I'm like, and they were like, oh, they thought that we were going towards serious. I'm like, no, with this little bullshit you're doing, this is oh, not going anywhere serious. serious. <laughs> okay, so this is actually this a perfect segue. This is a great segue into our main topic today. I came across this article uh, last week on the interwebs. You know how we love the interwebs. And it's called Stop Being Loyal to Single People. And basically it's saying dating is not an official relationship. Talking is not an official relationship. You are single. No one has exclusive rights until you make it official. Until then, stop feeling guilty for dating more than one person at a time. I don't feel guilty. And so the <laughs> you're different. Do you feel guilty? We got two different people here. Do you feel d- guilty for dating more than one person? At a time? Well, it depends on you know how women feel sometimes. And if you were ignorant, I thought that any time a man spends with you, dates you, and talks about a future with you, it means you're official. If you're just naive, we don't have to confirm our relationship as official with a stupid title. His actions prove that we're together. And deceit, I'll treat her like a girlfriend, but never say that she's my girl. That way I keep other men away and retain my freedom to move on if someone better pops up. That's not deceit. No, it's not. Because he never said that that, that he was her girl. That's your girl. If he, You got to tell me plain and simple. I don't care if we spend it every day together. If we don't make it known that we are in a relationship, then I'm going to assume that we are not in a relationship. 
and I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. But Carissa is a and very if it bothers me, and person. if it bothers me, and I really want to know, then I will ask. Why don't you ask? Why don't you say, "What is this? What do we have?" The, then they have to answer it, and, and then it's to see if he answers. But there's a fear. That's the thing. People answer. don't want to ask that question right. because yeah. because yeah. as soon as you ask that question, I yeah. just starts thinking, oh. Either he's going to say, no, we're not in a relationship mm-hmm. and you're going to be crushed because you want a relationship. Mm-hmm. Or he's going to say, we're chilling, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and you then stop you... wasting your time and you can make a real decision. OK, but you want to do. Yeah, you can make the decision. Yes. And some people don't make that decision. Some people are like, OK, well, maybe we'll get there at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll just, I'll just chill here now yeah, and still you. remain loyal to that single person who's out dating other people. Well, I think I think the article was interesting. There was one. <laughs> part of the article where they talk about the fact that titles don't mean shit you're single until you're married but then at the same time they're basically saying you should ask to get the title and i'm like but if titles don't mean anything then why am i asking to get a title and so for me i think that's where a lot of people get confused because that whole that that thing that um tangela just said it's a risk to say like where is this going what are we doing what are we you know that's there's a risk because when you ask that question and the person is like, I mean, what do you mean? We're nothing. We're cool. We're chilling. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean, I like you. You like me, but we're not together. That's hurtful. Some people don't want to invite that hurt, and they would rather just continue going on in, you can call it ignorance or naivete or whatever, of just, just pretending like, you know, because they think that eventually it will grow, it will turn into that. That's what I think happens with a lot of people. Because if we are spending every day together, and Mm -hmm. if you are, you know, meeting my family, and we're, you know, whatever, like, yeah, I'm thinking this is going somewhere. Listen, I had a girlfriend who was dating this guy, and they were spending all the time together, and... But the thing is, like, he never picked up his phone. Like, it was always, like, face down or whatever. Oh, oh, you mean... Hold on, hold on. But they they spent, like all the time together. Mm-hmm. Um, they eventually got into a relationship. Turns out that it was cheat on her left, right, etc. Like the whole mm-hmm. fucking time. Like there was never a moment when he wasn't, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But they were girlfriend together. and boyfriend. Right. So they had a title, you mm-hmm. know. They moved from dating to a more serious relationship. No, well I mean one one thing is you have to assume, right? Like so there was also a post, I can't remember, this was a couple weeks ago in Wild Thoughts, where they were saying, like, oh, you need to ask very specific questions of the people that you date. Like, you can't just be like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? You have to also be like, you know, your roommate that is, you know, that you live with, is that a woman? Do you have (laughs) sex with her? Like, you know, whatever. Or, yeah, is there someone who thinks that you're their girl, that they're your girlfriend? Or someone who thinks that y'all are married or whatever like yeah and and the thing is though you can ask all of those questions but if the person is committed to being deceitful you still might never Mm -hmm. know you know know what i mean so and i have definitely been cheated on in the past by people who were my boyfriend Mm -hmm. like we had an understanding that we were exclusive and really it was a one-way monogamous relationship because i was being monogamous Mm -hmm. it turns out he was you know fucking everybody or whatever you know how many married guys try to come at us all the time my very first boyfriend Mm -hmm. he like begged me like be my girlfriend be my girlfriend i want to be you know your boyfriend so finally i was like you know what whatever he was nice so then like he lives in brooklyn and i live in long island so when we get together it's in brooklyn but sometimes you don't want to go home or whatever Mm -hmm. so anyway 
one night we get a hotel he gets a hotel room for us and back then I used to smoke cigarettes so we both did so he was like oh he's out of cigarettes so he goes to the store to get cigarettes and it took him a long time mm-hmm. but I was like it could take Whatever, a long time because you know we're in you know J Street down there uh-huh, yeah. yeah so you know mm-hmm. there's not that many like stores. bodegas and mm-hmm. corner yeah. stores around yeah. that area yeah, so so right so you know so I'm like oh well, he probably had to walk a while to mm-hmm. find something or whatever like is that serious with cigarettes you mm-hmm. know but anyway so I'm not even thinking anything of it so he comes back you know we sleep whatever get up go away the next day whatever so it turns out that he had another room in that fucking hotel uh-uh. and another bitch in that Stop. fucking room. Like, Stop are it. you fucking kidding Stop me? It. Wow. Yes. Stop it. Meanwhile, you begged me, nigga. Wow. Like, you begged me. <laughs> that is but some, he was like, he was like, a, he was like a cheater. Matter of fact, Ooh, for his Lord. birthday, he didn't want to hang out with <laughs> me. Crazy. He didn't want to hang out with me. He wanted to do whatever he said he was going to do. That is crazy. Um, so, <laughs> so at that point, at that point, now I know what happened in the hotel because he's friends his oh, best friends he's best friends with my cousin's boyfriend okay which is how I know not that he's good either like my mm-hmm. cousin's boyfriend like I guess they all like you know yeah, birds of birds a feather of, yeah. right mm-hmm. so he doesn't want to hang out with me on his birthday so I'm like okay well whatever so I guess uh, his plans fell through so then he's hitting me up like what are we gonna do and I'm like I've got plans with another guy mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so I'm going on a date <laughs> well you have fun though like what the fuck right that's crazy and i mean yeah i I, now that's an egregious situation i don't think i've ever been that close to the cheating like physically close to the cheating Mm -hmm. but i had a boyfriend that i was living with and now i can laugh about it but at the time it was not funny i was like in the shower right and i had a landline because this was like in the early 2000s right i had a, a landline so i'm in the bathroom taking a shower come out and he's like he was laying on the bed and he's like oh somebody was calling the phone but i didn't answer it or whatever I was like, oh, okay. He's like, they called like two times back to back. So I look at the caller ID and it had like the person's, you know, last name, first initial. So I'm like, I don't know anybody. With-. I was like, do you know anybody with this name? He's like, nah. Right? Just said no. So I'm like, okay. So I called the voicemail. Soon as the thing goes beep, it's like, bitch, are you fucking with Like cussing me out <laughs> on the voicemail. So I'm like, so I'm sitting there listening, my mouth dropped. So I look at him and I go, so are you sure you don't know anybody with the last name such and such? He's like, nah, no, I don't, I don't know anybody with that name. name. So right, right. So I'm like, okay, all right, cool. I'm calling the number back. He's like, okay, go ahead, call the number back. Okay, I called the number. They'll keep it to the last. Yes! Like, do they call me that shit or nothing? I called the number back. The chick answers the phone. I'm like, hello, did somebody just call Kelly? Bitch, da 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 da. Like, starts going off for Kelly on the phone. So I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Who is this? And she was like, this is such and such. And blah, 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 And you fucking with my man. And da 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 da. And I'm like, well, what's your man's name? Because I'm confused because he's still on the bed, like, chilling. Acting like everything is cool. So I'm looking at him and I was just shaking my head and he was like, what? I'm like, you know who, the, I'm like, you know who this is. So she's like, is his name this and this, but they call him this and he drives this car and he da 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 da. I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm, I, he's my boyfriend. We live together. And she's like, you live together. Oh my God. He's been my boyfriend for three years. Now, mind you, we have been together for two years. So, so how did your boyfriend for three years? Where did you think he lived? You ain't never been to the house. Right. Right. That's been my boyfriend for three years. Da, 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 da. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. 
um, she was like, I'm going to kill that. When I find him, I'm going to kill him. I said, well, he's sitting right here. Do you want to talk to him? <laughs> she was like, yeah. I said, the phone is for you. <laughs> and he takes the phone and was like, hello. And you, all you could hear was her cussing him out. He's like, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh, all right. And then he hangs up the phone, and I was like, and I'm just looking at this nigga like, are you serious? Like, the whole time, he was super calm, like, trying not to trip. And I was like, I can't believe this is happening and he was like, man, yeah, like, I mean, I didn't know how to tell you. Like, is that what he said? For real? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, oh now I can laugh at it. But, like, that night, I was going to kill somebody. Like, I was going to kill someone. So I had a do a chick called my phone before, <laughs> and my boyfriend, he was sitting right there, and I launched that phone straight in his face. Uh, he was like, you almost broke my fucking nose. Good. Like, you so lucky. Good. You so lucky, because I was about to beat the chat. <laughs> All right, since we're sharing stories. Uh-oh, right. <laughs> yeah. we're sharing stories. Story time. So undergrad, I, you, know, you know, I was a lowly old freshman, met a sophomore, bad. I mean, she was bad. She was bad. She was intelligent too, never saw less than an A. Mm-hmm. And at my undergrad, if you kind of aced your class, you didn't, you were exempted and didn't have to take your final. So you can go. So this semester, you know, the fall semester, we are the, we're together like 24 mm-hmm. 7. Almost every day, almost every hour. She Not leaves. Every hour. <laughs> she leaves. She leaves early because she 4.0. She ain't got to take not one exam. Mm-hmm. So she, she's back home. She's in Queens. And we on the phone, you know, making love over the phone. Hey, boo, how you doing? Da, 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 da. One evening, a bunch of dudes run up on one of my brothers. It's like, like, yo, I got to talk to you about your man. So they bring me into one of our student group offices to be like, yo, your lady, yo, she be boning this dude, that dude. Yeah. Like, and, and, and it was real stuff. It was real stuff. I like called it. her and I was like, what's the deal? And the reason why the, the dudes felt the need to come and talk to me about it was because one of the dudes she was um, having sex with, she got, he came to the room like, yeah, come you know, for their, their standard, whatever. Right. And she was like, nah, I'm good. Like, she had just hit a moment where she had fallen in love and Rasheen provided for her everything she needed. So when dude came by, I don't need you anything. Like, no, I'm, I'm straight. So now he has feelings. Right. So and now I'm like, come let you know. Now you got to tell my man, so my man's got to come tell me. That's so, community. So that's one. Wow. <laughs> Fast forward years later, grad school, I'm, I'm helping this young lady out because she's doing, um, she's running from one of them students positions whatever we doing some stuff at kinko's i'm pretty nice with the computers uh, and and she says mm, if i didn't have a man you you'd be that one you'd be the next one i'm like are you trying to run game yes yeah, she yeah. is she won the session and, and then i'm like mm-hmm. and i'm like that's a hard she's trying to see if you're gonna get the bait that's a horrible game i was like that's, <laughs> that's a horrible game, game. <laughs> i'm like that's a piss poor game so i was like now i got to get you yeah. so i engaged her and we we had a little play you got a man mm-hmm. he's home and you hollering at me Mm-hmm. So whatever you say has no credibility. Right. Like I, yeah. I don't take whatever you say seriously. Yeah. So it was one weekend her man came to visit, and me, me and my cousin, the one we was talking about, the one that you, you won't date because you know it's too much <laughs> and girly or whatever. We up watching a movie back when the theater was up in um that mall up in Silver Spring. I can't remember. Remember the, you know, the, the top floor. Yeah, movie yeah, theater. yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Before uh-huh. the magic got up. Yeah. So yeah. we have to. I come out the theater, call Shorty. All right, listen, I'm about to be back in my room. I'll be there probably about 12. You come on through. My man's here. I can't come through. Click. Hit her back. Mm, movie's a little longer than I thought. Be there at 1 o'clock. I told you, my man's in town. He's in my room. I can't. Click. <laughs> Left my door unlocked. And at 1 o'clock, who comes strolling in my room? Are you kidding? Yep. Mm-hmm. Fast forward some years later. Now me and the family, we living <laughs> together at the house. And it was just a period of time, a few months, where every woman that we brought up in there, whether it was for me or for someone else, 
every woman who came up in there had a man, a fiance, or even a husband. What? So we learned quickly. Y'all just as bad as we are. Oh, nah. That's where you were going with this? <laughs> Y'all are just as bad I'm as like, we are. I'm like, that's where you were we going have, with this story? As men, we have as many experiences mm. being the other guy. Not necessarily being the one who's cheated on because we don't want to accept that bruises our fragile ego. But we have so many experiences being the other guy. Knowing you on the phone with you do, all right, boo, I love you. Speak to you later. Click and then roll over on top of me. We we see that happen. So it's it goes both ways. Some trash chicks, y'all. There's some trash people out there. I'm just saying. It goes (laughs) both ways. No, I agree. And I said with the dudes, I mean, it's 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 easier, I think, for us because I mean y'all may do it because y'all got your hearts broken and some dude cheated on y'all and now y'all decided after the world, I'm just not gonna don't care about none of these cats. I'm going to be savage. That's the new BS that's going around here. I'm savage. Mm. Shut up with that savage stuff. But maybe. <laughs> you know? But for dudes, I mean, we kind of get socialized coming up. And socialization is a bitch. We get socialized coming up that you never turn down two things. Money and women. Period. So if there's an opportunity to have more women, face. you take it. That's the socialization that goes on. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that it excuses it. Right. All I'm saying is if dudes come up thinking, I got to have it all, and I'm a proponent of you shouldn't take it all. And I try to tell the young cats now, even when it comes to sex, there's a lot of girls who just, come on, take this. And dudes are forcing themselves to having sex with someone that they really don't even want to have sex with because they had been socialized. I got to take it. And she's oh, giving wow. it to me. So there's a lot of stuff that's going on with that. Right. You know? But for real, a lot of fellas is coming up like, hey, if it's there and the power piece, because you always want to have some control over somebody. Mm-hmm. If I can manipulate situations and make it there, well, I put enough work for it to get there. I'm going to take it no matter what else I got back home. So there are a whole bunch of things that play into that. So the other day I was having a you know, talking about this with someone. And he said the trajectory of black people is different from those of white people. Because we were talking about how, you know, white men are okay with a stay-at-home wife or whatever. But that's not the case. You don't meet a lot of black men who are into that. That's because white folk come from a tradition of generational wealth where they could do that. We coming out the hood. We can't do that. We both got to work. Well... No, not always. that's not what I'm saying. So he's saying, so now as brothers, we're coming up and we have a little bit of money and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, versus like somebody in the hood mm-hmm. who doesn't have shit, who will just go on and marry whoever's around or whatever, because that's all he's doing. Um, he ain't doing that in the hood either. Hold on, <laughs> hold, okay, on. Sorry, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold <laughs> on. So basically, because these guys now have money and, you know, a career and they're doing well, they don't think that they should settle down. They don't see any reason to settle down. That's a point. I don't see any reason why anybody should want to settle down unless they want, like, family and children. And right, stuff like that. right. I mean, you know, and people say they want that. But as we were talking about last week, for women, it's different. So, you know, we, we get to a certain age. Yeah, we have a time that. limit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it's taken, it's taken like even longer now for mm-hmm. guys to be like i'm ready to settle down yeah so that's not working for the timeline yeah i mean i think sometimes <laughs> with guys and rushing you can say whether or not you agree with this but i think what happens with some guys is like it becomes an issue of i've literally run out like i've done everything that i feel like i need to do and one thing that i've realized about like settling down in marriage and things like that is that for some women, I'm not going to say all women, for some women, like, getting married is, like, a beginning, right? It's, like, I'm beginning this new uh. life and, like, whatever. <laughs> and 
with most men, it's an ending. It's like, well, I've done everything I could possibly do. I've fucked all the bitches. I've gone, I've traveled all these different places. I'm like, whatever. And I guess I'll get married now. Like, I guess I'll settle down and end my, like, fun, useful life now, you know? And so I think we approach it from very different perspectives. Like, women are very excited about the idea of settling down with someone. Whereas right, and building a family and with someone. Family. But guys, yeah. it's just like, this is what... Oh, this is like my next chapter because right. I'm leaving that these kids. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm leaving these kids as my legacy, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like something that they're looking forward to, I guess. It's mm-hmm. just something that, you know, they'll get around to. I don't know. Eventually. I had a guy tell me that he was like, because we were just talking about like relationships and marriage. And he was just saying most of his guy friends are married. And he was just like, I don't even really talk to them about the girls and things because, you know, they don't want to hear that. Plus, most of my guy friends that are married, they're all miserable. Mm. See, I I have issues. I have issues with marriage across the board when people do it because they had been with someone for so long. Mm -hmm. We might as well do it. Or I I done played all I can play, so Mm -hmm. I might as well settle down now when she happens to be here. Let me grab her. I don't think people put enough energy and effort in the dating stage. Mm-hmm. to make marriage valuable or even worth it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's my that's my problem with it when i when i because i've seen people get married and be miserable immediately and i'm like well what the hell you marry her for like if you were gonna marry her and then be in your feelings then why the hell you do it mm-hmm. yeah you know she been there when i was going through my stuff mm-hmm. i was running the streets da, da, da. i'm like that's a dumb reason mm-hmm. yeah but we had convinced ourselves that we needed to be with that person like i'm all about and mind you, this is something that I kind of matured to. I kind of had a period where I, I fully, you know, I was making my way to this understanding. But I was still doing what I was doing because I was young and dumb. But I had to fully mature to kind of put this all together. But courtship, everyone has forgotten about that word and everyone's trying to use it now. But the word courtship is exactly what the word implies. Mm-hmm. It's like you're sitting in a court and you're presenting each other as individual witnesses. You're asking questions. You're cross-examining. Hmm. You're, you're, you're looking for evidence to show that you are the person you say you are. Interesting. And I'm then there's a ruling. There's a judgment that either we could do this or we can't. You now, better we, preach. No, for real. You haven't gone through that. <laughs> we don't do that. We don't do that. What we do is we meet someone, we start boning, and then we back up into a relationship mm-hmm. more so than meet someone built with them and then say, yo, I think this is good. Let's yes. go do this together. Yeah, yeah. And then we marry that person, not mm-hmm. understanding that, that that wasn't the person we were supposed to be with anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people in, in miserable marriages, that's their fault. I don't I don't feel, that's you. You did that. You mm-hmm. create, you try. Anytime a woman come to me complaining <clears throat> about her man, I'll be mm-hmm. like, you picked him. Mm-hmm. That's the dude you picked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even one of my people, she was like, yo, you've been married to that. Yo, so when, you know, you, you hit that mark yet where it's just all, nah, we ecstatic. We enjoying each other's company. We having fun. Nah, dude, I'm not going to have what you had. So folks, they just get themselves into marriages all for the wrong reason. Aside from the cheating, that's the problem for me. We didn't do anything on the foundation. We didn't get to learn each other. Mm-hmm. We started boning so soon mm-hmm. that the, the endorphins was popping off, firing off in our brain like the drugs. Mm-hmm. You take drugs, the endorphins pop off. You have sex, it's the same damn endorphins. Mm-hmm. So we getting high off the booty. We don't care about <laughs> your flaws. After a while, sex becomes it becomes kind of regular. Sex. Yeah. yeah, sex is sex. Unless yeah. you got pixie, pixie dust up in there, you ain't gonna do nothing new. <laughs> so now yeah. I'm seeing your flaws. Yeah. And I don't like you enough as a person to be like, yo, we got to build. We got to we gotta go be honest. We got to go to therapy. We gotta... Nah, because yeah. I only liked you because you had quadruple E's. I mean, like, <laughs> so, and people don't want to be adult enough to deal with it like that. And they want to make mm-hmm. excuses for what they have. I'm not, I'm not that one. I'm not going to do that. If I put myself in that position, I got to face it for what it is. And then I got to make a decision. Either I'm going to stick with it 
Mm-hmm. Try to change it, make it better. I'm gonna leave it. But we married. Mm-hmm. I can't divorce. Shut up. You ain't married. <laughs> Y'all ain't husband and wife. Y'all playing around. That's my thoughts on it. Yeah, that's interesting. You presented, I think, a really great argument. Well, first of all, I love the courtship thing because I never really thought about it like that. But that's exactly what it's supposed to be like. I had a conversation with somebody that I was dating who said off break was like, "Look, I like you, and I know you like me, but we should be dating other people." until we're certain that you are the person that I want to settle down with and I'm the person that you want to settle down with and he was like I really truly believe that people in our generation who are black specifically don't understand the concept of dating Mm -hmm. like we immediately as soon as we like somebody are like you're mine Mm -hmm. and you can't date anyone else and Mm -hmm. I can't date anyone else and you know we don't even really know that person when we're making that proclamation right and so this goes back to the article of being loyal to single people because at that stage we're both single Mm -hmm. but we're being loyal to each other so what's the difference between dating and having a boyfriend or dating and like my grandmother used to always say this she said that she did not understand what the difference was between having a boyfriend and having a fiance or a husband Mm. because she was like the way that you guys date each other is like so serious like she Mm -hmm. was like i mean you know, are you married to that person? Because if you guys are just dating, like, you should be dating a bunch of people. Right. And you shouldn't be mad all the time about what he's doing because you could just be like, that's cool. You do you. I'm about to go over here and do whatever, you know. And she was like, when we were coming up, that's how it was. Like, she, there were multiple suitors that she had. Like, multiple men who would come and visit with her and, like, whatever. She wasn't sleeping with all those men or whatever, but they were getting to know her. And then mm-hmm. she was able to, as a result of that, she and my grandfather were married till my grandfather died. And that was like 53 years after they got married. Now, was it all peaches and cream? No, but I do think that they gave themselves more time to learn each other mm-hmm. and to really be able to say, yeah, I've tried five other dudes and you were the one that I really want to be with, right? right? Yeah, I never really thought about it from the standpoint of you focused or so focused on one person that you don't even really know if that's the person you really want to be with. Yeah, but that whole blurring the lines thing is big. Like, it irks my soul when I see someone who's dating or even if that's their boyfriend or girlfriend and they use the term wifey and hubby, Mm -hmm. that irks my soul. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nope, mm -mm." Mm mm-mm, because I can't trust that you know what you're saying when you say that. Yeah. So, nah, don't call me your hubby. So, I agree. I think you should date other people until whenever you both decide that you should. But then I feel like sometimes I fall in the trap where I'm dating all these people and it's hard for me to put that energy I think I need to be put in all of them to really get to know them well enough to maybe move to the next level. Then maybe Mm -hmm. you should take it down a person. (laughs) (laughs) Reduce your roster. I need to find my prime number. Having you know a five man bench, maybe you need to go, you know, three, yeah, and then it's just always like one gets on my nerves. Like, I ain't even gotta fucking talk to him, I'll just go talk to this dude mm. over here. So it's like, I don't put no real, um, I don't know what the word is effort, like, emotion. Emo- emotion. I don't, don't, I don't have high. to put any real work right. into it mm-hmm. because there's always some other dude sitting right there waiting. So I'm like, yeah, you get on my nerves, I'm gonna go talk to But someone. there's always gonna be someone sitting mm-hmm. there waiting, even in marriage. There are a trillion dudes that'll holler at my, my wife, I know that they're about a hundred women that probably might try to holler at me but <laughs> but there's always going to be someone there yeah and 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 the thing about the commitment it's more of a decision that's made it's more of a mm-hmm. discipline it's more of an execution mm-hmm. of will because i understand in this situation right here i am winning mm-hmm. and there is nothing you can do just that's going to make it mm-hmm. better you know i am winning over here mm-hmm. so i've got to say to myself you look cute mm-hmm. but nah yeah but i could say that because i laid the foundation and we did whatever we had to do to get to this point
point. Right. You know, so, you know, there's going to always be a dude that's going to be willing to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, and when mm-hmm. I have no problem being monogamous, like when I'm with somebody, to me, it takes me a lot to even get into somebody. So if I meet mm-hmm. somebody and I really get into that person, I don't see anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's not hard for me to just want to be with that person. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. I think I'm now trying getting to the point where, and I don't know if it's because of the whole, of all the stuff I've gone through in different relationships where it's hard for me to get into people. I don't get excited really dating people. It's just like I'm just dating. Mm-hmm. You go to therapy? Huh? You go to therapy yet? I've gone to therapy. I haven't got a therapist. about that? Yeah. Okay, all right. Just yeah. as long as you're working it through with a the therapist. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Me. I kind of think now I don't even know if I really need to be dating. I think maybe I'm just doing it to have something to do. But right now I probably think I just need to just focus on me. And that's an important realization, too. And I think some people don't think about that as well. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not always the right time to be engaged in dating or a relationship. And sometimes you need to just take that time to yourself and figure some things out and put your attention elsewhere instead of in that. So I totally get that. And, you know, back to the point that you were making, Rashima, about commitment. I went to Catholic high school and and junior religion, which they now call morality class at my school. And my teacher, Mr. Cooper, was so awesome. And, you know, he was talking to us about the concept of marriage. And he said, and this will always stick with me. He said one day in class, he was like, you know, I'm married. I love my wife. He said, but there will always be someone who's better looking, Mm -hmm. someone who's smarter, someone who's Mm -hmm. funnier, someone who is Mm -hmm. more engaging. Like, he's like, there's always going to be that. He Mm -hmm. was like, but the idea of commitment is that you wake up every day and you make the choice to Mm -hmm. be with your partner. Mm -hmm. You say, this is the person that I'm committed to and I'm choosing Mm -hmm. today to Mm -hmm. be committed to that person, you know? And so I had the opportunity to see Mr. Cooper. I had not seen Mr. Cooper since I graduated from high school 20 years ago. I went back for my 20th anniversary, I mean, reunion, and he was there looking exactly the same and I said to him Mr. Cooper I said there's something you said to me in junior religion and he's like morality class I'm like yes morality class and he and I was like that has stuck with me for 21 years and he was like what was it and I told him and he's like oh yeah yes commitment and he was like you know right on pick right up where we left off but it's like he said that one day that has stuck in my head yeah. ever since then. Yeah. Because especially when we're younger we have this idea that we're gonna find our mate we're gonna get married and that's the person I'm gonna love for the rest of my life and ain't nothing's gonna Sway me from that love. Right. Ain't no one's gonna come in my face. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. You like you have to make a decision. You mm-hmm. have to decide every single day. You know, like the alcoholics say, today I'm not gonna have a drink. Yeah. You wake up every morning. Today I'm gonna love my wife. Mm-hmm. Today I'm gonna love my husband. Mm-hmm. And then you go on. You act on that every single day. Mm-hmm. The ones that be killing me. The ones be like, well, you know, that that monogamy thing and that marriage. It ain't natural. Yeah. You know, oh my god. I'd be like, well, neither, neither are jeans, but we wear them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. There, there's a lot of stuff we do in this world that ain't natural. Oh, and yes. no one question and we do right but if, if you want to build community and you want to build society mm-hmm. the basis of that is trust the basis of every community right. is trust that's yes. the foundation of it and you mm-hmm. can't get no stronger trust than between a man and a woman who decide to be with each other forever i agree but you know that you bring up a good point about trust because i think one of the things that i always say is that anxiety maybe and like pop culture and a bunch of other things have really made it so that Black men and black women in particular do not trust each other at all. We are super suspicious of Mm -hmm. each other in our motives. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we always think that the dude is out to game us and the dudes always think we're out to scam them. And it's like just a constant thing. I think that that's kind of where things have gone wrong in terms of the commitment piece, Mm -hmm. in terms of the marriage piece, because nobody fully trusts Mm -hmm. other people. Even to let down your guard and be vulnerable Mm -hmm. requires trust. And so most of us are like, I'm not going to be vulnerable in this 
this situation. So that's where the savagery comes in mm-hmm. and that's where the whatever comes in. But you can't build a relationship without being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You can't build a relationship without being trusting. Uh-oh. What? His face. Because I know it's almost, it's like, it's not realistic, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. Stop on it. <laughs> Stop on it. Stop having sex. I know it's not realistic. I know, cause it we all, might be for we, me. We, we, we have we have needs. For how long? We are, we are sexual <laughs> we are sexual creatures and beings and da 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 da. How long are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Is this the Steve Harvey ninety day rule or no, what are we? Oh man, the way I look at it, like y- y'all are like, well, you know, I'm thinking she's trying to scam me for something so that's not gonna make me fall back from you right but my default is if i'm a, if i'm gonna stick around while you're trying to scam at least i'm gonna try to get the skins mm. y'all thinking we're trying to game you mm-hmm. so that we can get your skins mm-hmm. so what if we just remove the skins from the equation hmm. and then we just say all right let's just build now it may be a it may be for a prescribed period of time it may be until you just to feel like y'all met mm-hmm. at a certain place where it's okay it may be I'm not doing it all period until I get married. But so no one no one ever gets hurt if you don't have bone, if you don't have sex. Well, I don't know if that's true cuz I My think fault. you can No one gets hurt over sex if you're not having okay, sex. Okay, okay, yes. But I, what I'll say about this is, you know, there've been a number of like comedians and people who've said like little things like, "Oh, you should go on, go on pussy strike or whatever," you know? Like, I mean, I hear that, mm-hmm. but at the same time there's always going to be a chick who is having I know, sex. Yeah. And that is what compromises it. So, so can like, I just have a side piece while we <laughs> <laughs> I would say go on and have a battery operated side piece. You know? No, 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 no. I don't like toys. Yeah, and you're right. There is, a, there is enough. There's always going to be a woman who's gonna be like, "F that." We're going. There's always gonna be a dude who's gonna be like, "Haha," and I'm not waiting for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's always gonna happen. But then take a look at it. If that's mm-hmm. what they do, and then they end up having a relationship that's just horrible. That's what you get. I can have sex with somebody and not be emotionally attached to them. So just because I have sex with you and I start start dating you, it really to me it like okay to me it's like okay we got that out of the way now we can work on. <laughs> but what if it's good? <laughs> now what we can if work it's good? good? I've had dudes fuck the shit out of me and I feel no different about them after. I'm like oh yeah I probably want to fuck him again, but it's emotionally it's not gonna attach me to him whatsoever. She's a different <laughs> kind of woman whatsoever. And I told somebody this recently. I'm like. So what? You fucked the shit out of me. So what? Like, what else are she you? Even like, who is this person? What else are you doing? That's, that's the male be... ego. Like, he ain't doing right. No, what? he ain't doing what right. What else are you gonna do? Because I can go find another nigga to fuck the shit out of me. What are you gonna do? What else are you bringing me to the table? We literally I, I'm not, had this I'm not on a shortage of niggas that wanna fuck me. Like, there's plenty of niggas that wanna. You know what I mean? I'm not, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm, like, I'm not saying that I do this. What else are you bringing me to the table? Like, I, you can I'm, get dick anywhere. Like you said, it's plenty it, it's, cool it's, out there. It's plenty. What, what, if, what if you run up on a dude who, who, who touches you in the head to the point where you, you connect with him? See, what, and then, that and then, is, and then yeah. there's a level of vulnerability there where he's showing you who he is and allowing you to show him mm-hmm. who you are. And then he fucks the shit out of you. Yeah, that's different. Now, that you've never different. had a dude do that? But yeah, but guys, but it, yeah, I have. <laughs> But I'm saying but sex usually doesn't happen in the beginning then. It's usually okay. it develops and okay. then you guys have sex and then you have this emotional connection okay. and physical mm-hmm. connection. Okay. Right. But if you're just like you said, having sex off the bat, there is no emotional connection. Yeah, there is definitely So not. why is the sex is not gonna make me have an emotional connection? For you, there's definitely not. Emotional different. connection that wasn't there before we had sex. Yeah, cause, cause I, mm. It's just a physical not every, act. Not and when you have that, when like you have that bathroom, no, huh? but when you have that <laughs> emotional <laughs> connection and physical connection, it makes it that much better. I will admit that. 
Okay. And okay. that's when you could get somebody, you know, turned or when they got no, both okay. of those things. Yeah, when they got both of those things. No, I've never done but if you have sex with somebody <laughs> else in bad, how you fucking me gonna make me fall in love with you if we don't have no kind of emotional connection before that? I mean, some women fall in love. I don't care. Like you could be time. like I could be like I love this dick. They do. But I'm not gonna love you. But they get that confused. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, a lot of people a, get that confused. It can be very confusing. Nah. Men and women. A lot of people get that confused. You are definitely an exception to the rule. You, she is, and she knows she's an exception to the rule. Like that. To you, what you're saying makes sense to you and for you because I know you and the type mm. of person that you are. And it makes you But dangerous. not every. <laughs> right. But not every woman is able to make those kinds of like mm-hmm. keep it separate. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is able to do that. And then we were talking earlier, that's what I'm saying, like how guys feel like putting little effort in and they feel like, oh, they did fuck the shit out of you. So they put, that's the effort. That's all they need mm-hmm. to do. So they put forth the effort. Yeah. So you should like be in love with me or be, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, I actually think that a lot of guys, so for like, example. They feel like that's them doing something. Yeah. That's them putting forth for, effort For example, you. I feel like there are a lot of men who rely on being good looking, for example, mm-hmm. they don't have good personalities. Like mm-hmm. they can't have a conversation. They're not engaging or interesting or whatever. Men who know that they're good in bed, like mm-hmm. they feel the same way. They don't have to put effort into trying to make you like them because mm-hmm. they feel like all I have to do is get you in the bed. Mm-hmm. You will feel the certain type mm-hmm. of way or whatever. And it's like, nah. I mean, that was nice, mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> but thank I think you. A lot of women but... then a lot of women, the way I think a lot of dudes feel that way because they've been in relationships and situationships with women, and that had been the end result. Yeah. So some woman had to have acted yeah. as if that happened or oh, told sure. them it happened. Yeah. And I think yeah. in a lot of those cases, women be lying. I'm like, you don't have to lie. <laughs> you all up in my stomach. Shut up. No. <laughs> There's this idea that we got to play these roles, and we don't. You can experiment and, and then be like, let me reflect. All right, no, this didn't work. I am not going to do it again. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, nah, you got to have a you have to have a second go-round rule. You got to do it a second time. Mm-hmm. No, you did it one time. It wasn't good. Don't mm-hmm. do it a second time. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Because you're going to do it a second time, and all of a sudden, when you dry, going through a dry spell, and you know she there, then you're going to call it for a third time. Mm-hmm. And you really don't like it. Mm-hmm. And then now it's going to become a, well, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And then you backtrack into a relationship that you don't even want to be in. Yeah, well, that happens to women too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like the article, yeah, yeah like stringing them along. Stringing them along. But and then, like, how do you think? That's why I was like, there's kind of like no deceit. Like you said, with the girl that called you and mm-hmm. you were living with the guy, she was with mm-hmm. him for three years. Mm-hmm. So where did she think she lived? Like, I know women that have dated men for like a year or two and never been to this dude's house, yeah. never met guy, mm-hmm. their friends mm-hmm. or family. How do you think that's your man when you don't know their world? Like, you're not in their world. They're, <laughs> they're complicit in the deceit. They're right. complicit in the deceit. They want to be mean, deceived. But I mean, so for example, but then I look at it from my perspective too because. I mean, I was with him for two years. He lived with me. Certainly, we didn't spend every... Yes. I was going to ask you, what did living with him look like? Was he sleeping in that bed every single night? Or was he there three nights out the week, four nights out the week? Was he going every yeah. weekend? Like, what did well, living with him look okay, like? Okay, so that's an excellent question. So, for the most part, I mean, I can't even remember a night that he didn't sleep in the bed. Okay, so, for example, I was young, so I had this thing where, like, I would go out with my friends every weekend or whatever. He would go out with his friends every weekend. So, we knew, for example, Friday night was our night with our friends, and mm-hmm. then Saturday would be the night that we kicked it with each other right and then that was our weekend 
So I never thought anything of it. I'm thinking he's like hanging out with his boys. They're at the bar, they're at the strip club, whatever, whatever. Well, apparently that was the night he was going out with her. <laughs> and so for her, it was like, we spent our Fridays together. And then on Saturday nights, he's out with his friends when he was out with me. You know what I mean? Or so the other thing was he spent a lot of time with his, um, like at his grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. And she lived near the grandmother's house. A lot of times when I'm thinking he's with his family, he's with her. You know, and certainly there were times that I went with him to be with his family as well, mm-hmm. but there we weren't with each other 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. and I don't know what her schedule was like or what other things she was doing, so the thing about it is, you can never be with someone 24 hours a day. There are people who will fuck in the gas station. They will find a place that they want to get. You know, my, my girlfriend, I had a girlfriend when I was, um my first job, she was married, had a wonderful husband. I mean, I I actually hated her for this. She had a side piece, a young, he was younger than her, Marine. Like, she was always like, oh, my God, when I see him in his uh, uniform, blah, blah, blah. But she would literally tell her husband, like, oh, I'm going to a grocery store. And she would actually go to the grocery store mm-hmm. and fuck the dude in the car and then go back home. Like, this was, I mean, so you cannot be with somebody 24 right hours right. a day. Uh, <laughs> men do that shit all the time. Don't even try it. That was cute. But, yeah. Same. So, I mean, but, you know, it takes 15 minutes to cheat. And there are mm-hmm. some people who are comfortable with only getting 15 minutes a week mm-hmm. from the person that they claim that they're and with. And that's their yeah. boyfriend and girl. That right. kills me. Right. But the other thing that I found out about them, they actually worked together. Oh, wow. So he would see her at work every day. They worked <laughs> together. They were Monday through Friday. We're together. I think that happens at work. a lot. Work, like, work, right. Work, 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 like, so, I mean, it was as the situation unraveled, I just found out so much stuff. Like, I found out that she found my number because she and him shared a cell phone plan. Mm-hmm. And, right. <laughs> and she looked on the bill like, who the hell is he calling at this number all the time? And that's why she called me and found out who I was. He you know? was not slick with it at nah. all. <laughs> I mean, we were like 25 at the time. Like, whatever. Yeah. We were young. Yeah. But, I mean, and and too young to be living, living together, together, honestly. Yeah. But he still but, would have to put some energy and effort into it. And he didn't put any. He just didn't right, care. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, right. And, and it's apparent that, because she called said, and he was, he was chilling. Like, well, right, right. <laughs> he was like, I knew sooner or later like, the jig was going to be right, up. Right, so. exactly. He was like, well, I, I mean, I didn't know how to tell you. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, okay. And how about that I'm the other woman? Because you were with her before yeah. you were with me. You're the side piece. I'm the side piece. And we live together. Right. Right? Like, I'm so confused about what's going on. And that's a woman on anything because I have a lot of men in my family and they'll bring their girlfriend around and they'll bring some other girl that we know that's not their girlfriend right. because we yep. know the girlfriend. Yeah. We know we, mm-hmm. we going to say, we ain't right. going to say nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, my cousin brought some girl home and I liked his girlfriend. Like, I knew her and, like, the whole time she was there, it was like a dinner or something. And I was like, what is this? Right. Like, she was talking to me. I was like, like I didn't say anything about the other girl, but we, my cousin, was just sitting there talking to him, and me and sister was like, what was your sister? Yeah, man. But it's like, okay, so I wonder the same thing. Like, he had to have been bringing that girl's past grandma's house. He might not have. But he might have. And my thing is, you know, I was thinking, I remember being really mad. Like, they know that I'm with him. They know that he yeah. lives with me. Like, they didn't say anything. Nope. Then I think about it, like, what could they have said? You know what I mean? That's like, their family, their loyalty. Yeah, family. like, what what could they or should they have said, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I feel like that's tough. I mean, now, I will tell you, one time when I was in elementary school, <laughs> my brother <laughs> would not let, let me let us down. He had a girlfriend. I'm telling all his business. Anyway, <laughs> he had a girlfriend 
that like later ended up her parents ended up moving next to my parents. It was whatever. Anyway, um, had this girlfriend, whatever. But he was they went to different high schools, and so I remember he came home one day and he had written on his um notebook like a heart mm-hmm. with his name and this other girl's name. So I'm like, well, who is this other girl? Because what about you know such and such? She was his girlfriend. He was like. <laughs> you know, doing this little whatever. And I'm like, is she your girlfriend or is she your girlfriend? And he was like, they're both my girlfriends. So I'm like, okay. So he was gone out so one day somewhere and I remember the phone rang and I picked it up and it was his actual girlfriend. And I was like, so I don't know how to tell you this, but he has another girlfriend. And she was like, oh, really? Like, whatever, right. So my brother comes home and was trying to kill me. My father like he was a Parkinson's my brother was going I to kill me <laughs> he still won't let me live that down but I was like you're not doing this under my watch my eight year old watch no I don't think so um <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this but, <laughs> but he has another girlfriend she was like oh really what's his what's her name I told her, and apparently she called him and cussed him all the way out. They wow. broke up. But, I mean, I felt like even at that young age, I needed to, I, didn't, I was like, that's not right. And she needs to know that now, looking back on it, I'm sure she was, like, devastated <laughs> that I told her that and she found that out. But I just wonder sometimes, like, why men, their families, or even their boys, like, don't check them. I don't mm-hmm. say, I'll say something to them, because honestly, I got a family fucking I'll say something to them, but I'm not going to blow their spot up because that's my brother or my cousin. Right. But I'm loyal to them. Unless mm-hmm. I, I'll check them, but I'm not going to get in between that and say something mm-hmm. to them. Unless it's something just crazy. They None of them have ever done anything crazy. They might just be dating another woman yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just like, that's not my business. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting into that. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I would never do that now. Like, my brother is definitely where my loyalty mm-hmm. lies. And even if he was doing something that I didn't agree with, I'm not mm-hmm. about to go to no other woman and be mm-hmm. like, this is what he's doing and da 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 but like I've certainly seen questionable behavior from my guy friends Mm -hmm. from my you know cousins you know whatever and you know I don't always feel that it's appropriate for me to even say anything to them they know what they're doing is wrong so it's like what how how is it how is me checking them going to change anything or make it any different but um, Mm -hmm. I don't know so, and, and should it even be different? Because if they're just in the dating phase or there's not a title, right? Like, they should be able to date other people and bring other people around, I guess. I mean, I've definitely been victim to the situationship way more times than I needed to be. I would say right. that. So, um, any last thoughts about staying loyal to single people? We didn't really stay on the topic, but, no, but just, don't do yeah. <laughs> just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. The consensus is that you should continue dating until you are exclusive. First, first and foremost, you need to know if y'all are just dating or if you think it's that's my man mm-hmm. because you could be wrong. That's my girl. You could be wrong. So at least you gotta have. So that until there's a conversation, you gotta have a conversation. Be adults. Yeah, don't assume. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. And if the person lies on where you guys really stand, then they're deceitful. And that's one thing you know about them. You know, so make the judgment if you wanna. Yeah. The unfortunate thing is you don't always know that they're yeah, being deceitful. Too, too, too until, but yeah. here's the thing though that came up earlier. Um, I, I had a thought earlier. Oftentimes when we get these people who are very deceitful and got side pieces, nine times out of ten there were a bunch of red flags that we chose to ignore. Oh, that's, that's true. Definitely true. That's true. So you got to be honest. And and the thing that you have to remember about that too is that like usually in the beginning is when people have their best face for like mm-hmm. forward. So mm-hmm. if they're fucking up at the beginning. 
then you can only imagine where things are going to mm-hmm. be a year later right. or whatever, right? Once the familiarity sets in and whatever else, like, they're no longer on their best behavior. Like, those first few months are the best you're going to get out of that situation. Far too many of us ignore red flags that we saw all along, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I do think sex clouds that, for sure. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, but the sex is good, though. So, <laughs> like, I can probably tolerate that. Yep. <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, we're coming up on our time to wrap up. And so we're going to end it the way we always end it around here, which is what's driving me wild this week? What's driving us wild? This is supposed to be a topic. We can talk about it. Oh. Um, DJ Khaled and his wife. Oh. That was driving me wild yes. this week. So you wild. watched the videos on IG when she was going off on her. And I guess she goes off on him all the time. Like, because mm. he's like super annoying and like always <laughs> yelling. <laughs> yeah. He seems like he'd be super But annoying. then they brought up the video where he said that he doesn't um, perform oral sex on his wife. Mm, mm, <laughs> and everybody was like, well, she has the right to yell at him. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So I just thought that was crazy that this is in this day and age, people are not, unless it's some kind of religious reason why they're not right. doing it. Like, but what? to your wife, though. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I could see if you're like, I'm not giving heads a random chick. Yeah. Like, that's your wife. There's nothing that... I mean, certainly you should have personal boundaries. I don't think oral sex is taboo to the point where you should be like, I'm not crossing that line with my wife. Like, get the hell out of here. Nah, that's driving me wild, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of crazy. But I guess they've been together for a long time, so I guess it works for them. Well, I hope she's not giving him oral sex, either, because mm-hmm. that would be a crazy one-sided situation. No, but he says he expects it. But where is he from? Um, Palace, Somewhere in the Middle East. Maybe it's part of his uh, cultural difference. He grew up in what? New Orleans? Yeah, right. I ain't down with it, but okay. That's why I'm not that. marrying a man who's not going to. I'm not dating sex. and having sex with somebody on a but regular that, basis. But that, too. Like, that too. Get married. That too. <laughs> I saw a t-shirt that said, I mean, it literally said, like, don't fuck niggas that won't eat your pussy. <laughs> like, it was a t-shirt. And a girl was on IG with the t-shirt on. And I was like, yes. Wow. <laughs> but you know how Jamaican dudes be faking like they don't eat pussy, though. Yeah, they do. That's a lie. <laughs> I know. That's I'm just going to say <laughs> Lie. I'll just but they still be that. holding on to that. Lie, <laughs> okay, Tangela, what's driving you wild this week? Same thing that's driving me wild every week. White supremacy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> nah, no, nothing's driving me wild this week. I had a good week. After having seen Infinity War this morning, that is really what is driving me wild right now. And just like, um, say that T'Challa, all the Wakandans and Black Panther and everything just makes me so proud. And I just, I'm still on a high from that movie. And I just want to see more of that. Like, I just want to see more of them and that. And just, oh my gosh, it's just a, such a beautiful thing. So what's driving me wild this week, I guess, is just black magic not just black girl (laughs) magic but black man magic Mm -hmm. and just oh we are beautiful people that's all i'm gonna say about that for me it's um something real basic and simple Mm -hmm. pollen (laughs) (laughs) why did not should have said that um, <laughs> you know I, what I, I went from i used to one zyrtec the liquid mm-hmm, gel pill the mm-hmm. liquid pill one every three days that's what i used to do now yeah. i'm doing it twice a day i'm waking up in the middle of the night mm. I'm, I'm hacking yep. and sneezing and cough yep. it has never been this bad so yep. for me right now it's that pollen i know that's right. kick rocks yes 
I my can't get shots for it. I might have to do that. So I'm actually leaning towards doing that too because the last two or three weeks I've just been miserable. Mm-hmm. The, yesterday and today are the first normal days that I've had in about three weeks. I actually left work early on Thursday mm-hmm. because two people came into my office back to back and were like, uh, you need to go home <laughs> because mm-hmm. my eyes were like red and swollen. I was hacking up a lung. I mean, it was bad. And I've had allergies my whole life, but when I went to New York, they actually got a lot better because there's not a lot of blooming stuff that's in New York. Here, man, I came out of the gym yesterday and cars were just yellow, like Mm -hmm. just covered in it. I mean, it's disgusting. So, yes, that's driving me. I co sign that. There we go. (laughs) I mean, yesterday I feel like I was suffering from allergies and I don't Mm. suffer from allergies. But there's like one day or something every year where it's like super bad and Mm -hmm. I'm like coughing and sneezing. The insides of my nose was itchy and like, what the fuck? So I actually bought a Zyrtec yesterday and took it. Yes. They say if you've never had allergies, you will get them when you move here. That's what they say. No, I'm not well, like it was bad, but it's, it happens like once, you know, once out of yeah. the season. God, yeah, I'm glad because <laughs> yeah, that's just gross. No, it is gross. <laughs> like it is. Ugh, what your body produces in response to it is just mm-hmm. nasty and annoying. Okay, well, um, I just want to say thank you to our special guest. It was a pleasure having you here. Thank with you. Us. Thank you for having me. Woo! Thanks for sending the cramp closet with us. I enjoyed myself sweating my yeah. weebo. My closet is not cramp. Well, it's not <laughs> meant to be a studio. It's not meant to be a studio. <laughs> Did you just say you were sweating your weebo? Nice. And that was very nice. I was like, what? This is very oh. nice. <laughs> Especially when I'm going to work, and, right. you know, I don't want to be wrinkled and shit. My work clothes, I usually like take to the cleaners, so mm-hmm. then I just mm-hmm. use, I, I take you them off the package and yeah. I don't iron. Yeah, like, and if I um wash stuff, if you take it out of the dryer real fast, then you fold it up. It's not wrinkled when you take it out. I don't know. I've never been an ironer, and I've never had an issue. Nobody's been like, "Dang, that's not wrinkled." Except one day this week, I put on a dress that was super wrinkled. But by the time I got home, I was just looking blessed. Wait, and you, <laughs> you, you put it on and go to work. She went to work. And you went all day. What happened and then you was, got home, well, you what happened was, that was one of the days that I was like super messed up with my allergies. So I was literally in a daze when I got dressed, and okay. I got downstairs to the lobby and looked in the mirror and was like, "Shit, this dress is wrinkled as fuck." And I was like, "But guess who's not going back upstairs <laughs> to change it?" I went to work and I was just like, "I'm gonna hope for the best." And when I came back, yes, my dress was no longer wrinkled. Ridiculous. So. <laughs> But yeah, I don't ordinarily go looking like that. But yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone um, for your time this week. Thanks for sharing. Yay, Rashid! Woo woo! Holla! <laughs>